The following rewrites of this here podcast are the shit. And if you don't agree with me on that, you're fired. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Wrestling Fanboy Podcast. In the blue corner tonight is the reigning, defending, undisputed Dish Network Salesman of the Trading Session 2019, White Thunder. Woo! And in the red corner, the first bitch to sell out and the king of the fanboys. Omega. (laughs) Um, By the way, you may still be king, but... um... I'm 99% sure you just lost all your fucking points from that weekend. That is a giant negative, sir. We gave you 24 hours to, even if you have recorded them, are uh, both, or is the the actual video actually posted across all of our social media? Because that was also what you were told to do. You were told to cut the promo and then post it. He's not wrong. You may have sent it to us. You turned in your rough draft, but did you submit your final copy, sir? You're the social media manager. Bullshit. <laughs> it is not our job to post your punishment, sir. You have Chad, a Chad is literally the social media manager. But you have a login, <laughs> goddammit. I'm the social media manager. I just do the editing. I'm the sound guy at best. You created literally everything. No, that was Dylan. I actually I did the Twitter. Oh. Oh. Either way, I did the promo. Okay. It was my omega. Legitimately, I it was my understanding. Besides the three of us, there's only one other person in the world that has seen your promo, and it's the guy at work. God damn it. Okay, but By either the way, way, Garrett, shout out to Garrett. I know he's going to be listening to us tonight or tomorrow when it gets posted, but shout out, Garrett. You mean Saturday when it gets posted? Tomorrow, god damn it, Chad. <laughs> you will be fired. <laughs> on my phone in my apartment. Try it. All right. I, I mean, he's got you there. But regardless of all of that, we can argue about that on the next prediction show. Um, I'm actually glad that this is actually a, a relatively heavier news week than we've gotten over the last month, yeah, give or take. Jobs hard. Um, and it's made it hard for us to stay on track for sure. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's been, like, goodness the past few weeks, but it's all just been happening on Raw and SmackDown. There's no big, real, like, outside news or nothing going forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, truth be told, the levels of the news varies from place to place. Like, all of it has been big news for every place outside of WWE in reality. Um, But speaking of WWE, let's start there. Um, like there, there's some interesting news uh, came out from the, that came out uh, this morning that I came across. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Particularly, 
particularly about um, Alicia Fox uh, and her status with the company right now. What should you do now? Um, actually, it looks like she's been moved to a backstage role, um, kind of like a producer. Wasn't she already kind of doing that? So she's the one who brings the spike punch every week. Um, I mean, if she is, apparently she's bringing it to Bischoff because it, from what I grasp, she's working directly with him, um, particularly on the SmackDown side of things. Um, that- not, not them. Her, her job is making sure the the Prophet's Cup is topped off at all times. No, wait, hang on a second. You, you said Bischoff, and that made me just think. Is Bischoff still going to be running SmackDown with it being on Fox? That's a good and question. And everything's going to be heavier on Fox versus Raw for once? Are they going to flip-flop well, him and Heyman? Well, well, no. They're not going to switch him and Heyman at all. They brought Bischoff <laughs> explicitly because they are working with Fox. Because uh, Bischoff has a background in TV management anyway. Oh, okay. That's right. He has the background in networking. Yeah. Um, actual so, TV networks. That yeah, so was the one. A really good chance that Bischoff had a hand in the movie The Fox in the first place. No, that would be a yeah. big no because that happened before they even brought him back. Um, yeah. So. Well, I mean, like he could have been on the Fox side of things, like as a mole kind of, you know. Well, uh, more so, the I could probably see him being a outside under the table consult of. Hey, uh, how how do you how do you think we should not so much getting information from them, but hey, look, uh, you know, Eric, let me let me pick your brain. If I'm trying to get them to agree to this, how would you react? That's at most that Bischoff would have been involved in this. Yeah, and e- still, even still, I doubt it because again, this. Uh, Bischoff, any word about him even coming back to the company in general didn't happen until after the Fox News broke. So, All right, moving on from that. But but yeah, moving on from that, um, real quick, let's touch on how WWE announced the new uh, announced teams for each show, which pretty yeah. much, along with everything else, solidifies raw as i mean not raw smackdown as the a show over raw now um you mean like it has been for years yeah 100 but they just refuse to acknowledge it smackdown like raw raw is the new nxt i wouldn't go that far because nxt is just just wait Wait, what do you mean Raw is now the number one show on the network? No, no, no. I meant like if you keep the system that we had before, yeah, Raw would be the NXT. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, how is Raw the number <laughs> one show now? It's still in the number three slot, bro. <laughs> NXT, SmackDown, Raw. Always. That's an argument we can have later. Um, yeah, but- anyway, Omega. So who do we have for the SmackDown announce team now? Uh, the SmackDown announced team is basically the current Raw announced team, which, like, like I, I honestly, I find this transition very weird because, uh, in my opinion, the announcers don't re- necessarily make or break the show. So I'm just like, just because you want to move Michael Cole to SmackDown does not mean that he's going to draw a crowd or really affect the broadcast in any way because all of the commentary is the same until you get to NXT 
literally. Well, I was kind of suspecting that this move was going to happen specifically to SmackDown with Michael Cole's segments he's had the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, like, like him like being reintroduced to SmackDown. You know? Yeah. yeah. And even then, to me, it's still fucking weird because, I mean, in a, in a way, it's a homecoming for Michael Cole because that's really where, where he made his name as an announcer from uh, from – um, let's see, from the original brand split and everybody actually loved him because he was actually good at that point. Um, but uh, The only reason why he was any good is because Taz carried his ass. Well, that and they were friends and they basically had freedom to banter back and forth with each other naturally versus Vince yelling in their ear the whole time. But regardless of that, um, just... Welcome back to SmackDown, Michael Cole. Um, and then Renee, of course, as well. So she's officially taken the um, historical mark of being the first full-time uh, women uh, woman to announce SmackDown as well. No, wait, question. Shoot. Is she going to be behind the desk? Yes. Yeah. I thought yeah. they said they were moving to only two-man teams. No. That, well, that, that was a rumor. Oh. That was a rumor. Because what made me think that that wasn't going to happen is now NXT already had its live show, and there was three. So I was like, there's no yeah, way in hell they're going to not have three on Raw and SmackDown if they're going to give NXT three. Okay. And then on the Raw side, we have the return of Jerry the King Lawler, which I honestly could have lived without, but whatever. How do you guys feel about King coming back? I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think, I think they had to do it with moving the entire Raw commentary team. So No. Yeah. 100%. No. You're not, gonna, you you're not other... just going to flip-flop them. Because then Raw... Yeah. Like, I know the, the announcing doesn't make it. But... I'm not saying flip-flop, but I'm saying you have other people that are charismatic that you could pull in and put them on mic. Yeah, but... As opposed to bringing the... the as opposed to bringing the king out of his retirement home to drag him around the country week to week. Yeah, I got to uh, agree. Okay, with Chad I, don't get me wrong. I love the king. Show me the puppies. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in that era. Thank you, sirs. That, but that's the, my the pick king the is intro. getting old. That's my pick for the intro. The show me the puppies. Oh, yes. the king's getting old. Hmm. But yeah. Because... Is, is showing the, the gray on his whiskers as well. But JR's just always been a little bit better on commentary than King. King was good on commentary because he's colorful and he actually used to wrestle in the ring. Um, yeah, I'm 100% with you on that, Chad, as far as King not coming back. Like, I can personally live without it because with King, I know two things. One, he'll be energetic. And, you know, provide very colorful commentary on what's actually going on in the ring, explaining moves and everything. But at the same time, it's going to he's going to rehash the same one liners that he is he had been using throughout the entire Attitude Era era. Like, that's one thing that I hate about him. I know how he got those one liners, too, but he's just going to wash and repeat all over again like we never heard them before. Um, but also well, there I'm, is I'm glad you said the attitude error there because Chad and I were talking about this before we started recording. 
I think my theory with King coming back on Raw, they're also giving Raw a new logo. Raw is going to have a unique stage versus SmackDown. I think they're going to bring the Attitude Era type stuff in WWE starting with Raw. I I mean, it's a good theory, but I doubt that. There's still a publicly traded company now. There's no way in hell, in my opinion. Um, like, transition to anything adult hinges on the fact that they have shareholders now. And if the shareholders don't like it, that means shit's going to go downhill. Um, and Vince doesn't want that. Um, yeah, but I think, honestly, with putting NXT live on USA, their ratings on the USA have been higher than they've ever been. Like, yeah, I, I, I consider that a miracle. Um, but sticking on the subject of the announcers, uh, there's... Yeah, I was going to say, who are the other two behind the desk for Raw? Here you um, go. I, so you're talking about adding some some better talent. There you go. Um, there's Dio Madden, who I'm uh, who I was only familiar with. Uh, well, I was familiar with him before because uh, he was an active wrestler on NXT on their uh, road circuit until recently. Apparently, when he switched to being on 205. Um, I really want to find out why he switched the commentary. That's just me. Um, but the other guy, I can't remember his name right now. Do either of you guys remember? Uh, I'll find it. I thought it was supposed to be Vic Joseph was somewhere. Dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's basically two unknowns to the WWE universe and then Jerry the King Lawler. Um, like, so are you saying you would have rather saw Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips on roll? I would have rather David Otunga or, yeah. or, or, or the coach to at least take one of those spots. Like, truth be told, I can deal with Dio Madden because I'm familiar with him and I know the man can talk, but I'm not, but um, I'm not too confident in his commentary work as of yet because I haven't heard it much. So for him to be on, the Monday night show um, to hit, be around somebody who's not particularly known to the fans yet. And then with an old guy that we could live without, I'm kind of worried <laughs> overall about this commentary team. Uh, the NXT team is the same. We know who those are. Um, well, no, Nigel McGuinness is on, is going to be to NXT UK ex- exclusively. I think now. No. No. I'm trying, like, I had, I had this written down somewhere. I, I, I could be tripping, but either way, he, wait, no, yeah, he's, he's on NXT proper. My bad. My bad. Um, oh. I'm sorry, Chad. Yeah, so yes, confirmed. Uh, Vic Joseph on Raw. Boom, boom. That's what I thought. Um, he's, uh, he's been the voice behind 205 Live for, for people that don't know who he is. <laughs> And uh, I don't have this written down. Who are the 205 five, uh, commentators? They have not made an announcement currently. Well, the so far it's been Vic Joseph, Aiden English, and I have no fucking clue. Some <laughs> new guy. But they have not officially made any announcement on who the new 205 Live commentator is. Well, would be. that would imply 205 Live is going to continue to right. exist. Right. Which there, I don't think that's happening. So I, I think it's getting mel- merged into NXT, and I'm okay with that. Uh, so Omega, what else do you have for us? 
Um, actually, these the next two things that I have are the things that I'm actually most excited about as far as um it well with the whole Fox transition anyway. First, the show that Fox wanted to uh add for WWE on their on their broadcast is gonna be called WWE Backstage. And Renee will be hosting along with Booker T. Nice. Okay. Now I did know that Paige turned down the co-host. Well, I mean, at the present time, I think she might have just turned that down to get her neck surgery. <laughs> so she's currently still in recovery from that. So um, yeah. So that well, would she's like a she's like a game streamer now with her metal band boyfriend. Good for her. Good for her. Well, so is Oscar. She streams all kinds of video games and crap. And um, why she was Omega's Wrestler of the Week last week. Damn right she was. Um, a fucking weeb. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, with Renee and Booker T, supposedly the setup is just going, is they're going to have special guests every week. Um, I think it's like going to be a uh, revival of talking smack in my opinion just under a different name but we just have to sit and wait and hope for the best i think it's supposed to come on at like 11 p.m on tuesday nights whoa so after you watch impact on access yes this is a quick segue to cover the only impact news for the week um, <laughs> um after okay, you watch- we're gonna start we're gonna start building that <laughs> um you can immediately switch to fs1 and watch wwe backstage if you're a big fan of renee and want to find out what's going on um in wwe or whatever the heck they're trying to do with whatever the hell hell fox is trying to do with wwe um i would be very curious as to what direction they're going to take that whether it's going to be more of a talk show like talking smack because i'm totally okay with that that gives them backstage well i know but that's what i'm saying is it going to be like backstage interviews like, like or is honestly, it gonna be hey we're now gonna walk through the new day's locker room right that'd be awesome honestly you in my opinion, if I, you look closely in the corner you can see xavier woods polishing francesca <laughs> you know what i mean in Segway. My, in my opinion considering that fox wants to be more sports oriented um don't be surprised if it ends up being something similar to Sports Center. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like you have to think logically, Chad. <laughs> no, he's not Bro, I am baked, sir. Eating baked goods. Delicious peanut butter cookies. But also leading into the uh Fox SmackDown transition. Um, with the rumors that Fox does not want Shane McMahon on TV, uh, I'm ready to well, watch Kevin Owens kick his ass on and himself and get to say, Kevin, you're fired. Um, why would Kevin tell himself he's fired? No, Kevin gets to tell Shane. The stipulation right. is... Yeah, but you said Kevin, you're fine. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It's Shane, all good. 
You're fired. I'm Finally, so- I'm not the only one that had a dumb moment on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. This is true. It was bound to happen. Omega, keep us on track. But um, like I was saying about the whole Shane being kicked off thing, Fox does not want authority figures, which is a no. fucking blessing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm st- I'm going to salivate whenever I finally see the product of what they're trying to do. Like, I feel like they're going to make WWE actually make wins and losses count uh, count so they can actually so they can actually like talk about WWE on their other broadcast or other sports uh, shows on FS1 where they talk about every sport that they that they broadcast. Um, But I have something. I have something. Will Shoot. we see WrestleMania on Fox? Fucking no. No. There's Why no. Not? You want to be like a Super Bowl? You want to be sports oriented? Put it on motherfucking Fox. WWE oh. might would WWE would lose too much money in that. So I don't think Vince would ever go with that. But with that being said, um you can hype the fuck out of it though on Fox leading up to it though no no hold on the pre-show the wrestlemania could be on fox oh pre-shows in general could be on fox i mean it's it's viable but overall um in my opinion with the transition if they do keep an an authority figure on on smackdown with the with this transition i'm hoping that it's going to end up being similar to like when uh, Jack Tunney had his run in WWE in like in the 80s and early 90s, he only popped up when shit got serious and had to make an announcement for a big match. And that's it. Like, man showed up probably once every two years or some crazy bit like that. Um, so, essentially, Johnny Saint? Basically, like, if Johnny Saint wanted to pop up from UK from time to time, it'll give UK um, a promotion. And you know he can make his announcement for the big, you know, championship. No, I, I just mean as far as like you're referring to authority figures, like not being there unless some you know announce something. Basically, like the way they do it in NXT with Willie Regal and Johnny Saint, yeah. they only pop up and feature them when it's hey, this is building a storyline, or it's hey, I'm demanding a match, or um, you blokes are all fucking crazy. I'm going to punish you and put you in the main event next week. And I mean, the winner gets a number one contenders match against the NXT champion Adam Cole. Shame on you. Basically, <laughs> basically. Um, oh shit! But uh, do you do you guys have any other uh? Raw SmackDown news explicitly. Okay, so where's Johnny Mundo going to be? Oh, yes. Forgot about that. I'll let you take that one, Dylan. Okay, so uh, my pick, Johnny Mundo will debut on Raw before the Rumble. That far out? Yes. Interesting. Yes, because the article I read specifically said that they have not worked out the all the details. And that they're still uh, 
in negotiations somewhat about where he is going. Well, I mean, so I'm thinking December, January shows up on Raw. Well, truth truth be told, overall, where he goes to me is relatively irrelevant. Just, but due to the fact that he's just back, it's would cause a bit of fanfare, at least in my opinion. Uh, Chad, eight years. eight years. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I actually missed most of his run in WWE, but I fell back in love with him as uh, Johnny Mundo over in Lucha Underground. He's a former former Intercontinental Champion. Oh, I know. Which, as we know, is one of the most prestigious titles in all of the WWE. That's correct. Big asterisk on that right now, though. Right. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah no. I mean, Johnny <laughs> Mundo coming back home. That's big. I know. Yeah, wow. That was 100% shock news to me. Like, I knew he was a free agent, but, uh, like, I honestly, for him, I legitimately would have stayed on the independents if I were him. That's just me. Well, um, he's, thinking, he's thinking money. This is a really good time to be a wrestler. Um, and he probably talked to AEW. They probably weren't that interested in him, even though there's a lot of history with a lot of people in AEW. But he has a lot more history with WWE. Yeah, um, it makes sense. He took AEW's number. I guarantee you he was smart about it. He went to AEW first, talked to them, whatever number they gave him. He took it to WWE and said, if you want me, it's going to cost you more than this. He, he, he'd be smart to do that. Um, okay, m- moving on. Uh, real quick. Yeah, I, I was basically going to pretty much agree with that. I was going to say, I guarantee you, uh, WWE probably offered him more money. Now, mm-hmm. not that the the Tony Khan couldn't, you know, offer him as much as he fucking wanted, but he got, you know, the right offer from WWE because I guarantee you they paid out the out the teeth on this a little bit to get him here because they're trying to pick up anyone that has big talent that they can right now because I think Vince is that scared for AEW to go live next week. Well, now the real question is, how soon do we see Taya follow? It all depends on her contract and how much money they want to spend to possibly get her out of it. Now, you know he probably worked as a package. You never know. I mean, we'll, time will tell. She may yeah. also want to stay there and run wild in that division. Yeah, but that, I mean, those, there's girls in that division that are going to be leaving when their contracts are up, and those are big name girls. Okay. So, um, that that women's division, unfortunately, they're gonna have to do a lot to rebuild that women's division. So Taya, if she's smart, she's following Johnny. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, Omega, what you got? Uh, oh wait, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Marty Scroll, that's the other independent. Yes. About. Uh, I, eh, eh, let me do my job. I forget. I'm sorry. I'm so used to being the guy that transitions. <laughs> I want my job back next week. You'll have it back next week. Um. But real quick, uh, let's do wrestler of the week. Okay, uh, I'll let Dylan go first on this one. Well, I wasn't ready for that. Okay, um, <laughs> honestly, my wrestler of the week is going to Matt Riddle. Bruh. I knew that 
Somebody was going to say it. <laughs> um, I love the King of Bros. I mean, I followed him in the UFC. So when he was starting to make this whole wrestling thing, I got, you know, caught that wind and paid attention from the beginning. And to see him in a street fight was like a whole new level of respect for me. So. Yeah, bonus points to Riddle this week for that move he did with the chair. Like, yeah. to strike a chair, you don't wear knee pads or, or boots. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that leaping knee strike into the chair, yeah. Ugh, yeah. to the head. He definitely put his body on the on the line. And, you know, like I said, I have a whole new respect for Matt Riddle after seeing him in a street fight. And I'd love to see him hold the title, take a run, have some wild matches and move forward with his his yeah. career. Uh okay, Chadley. Sir. <laughs> One second. Fucking stoner. Oh my god. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um mind you. Cottonmouth's a bitch. Um, my wrestler of the week. Fast in his glory. Fast in his glory. Keith Lee. Yeah. Holy fuck. That match with Dominic Dijakovic last night. How much does he weigh? Oh, they're both over 300 pounds. No, Dijakovic is not over 300 pounds. He's like 280. Okay, my bad. They're both around 300 is what I mean. Keith Lee's over 300. If if I recall correctly, Keith Lee himself is about 340. Jesus Christ. And those tornado? Like, what the fuck? Uh, That avalanche Canadian destroyer? What? For a guy that size moving like fucking cruiserweights? What the fuck did I just watch live on the USA Network? Let's let's just real quick acknowledge that match and what Dijakovic said. How many times are we going to do this on the podcast, Omega? We need to have a discussion. To be fair, I don't blame him for fapping to this conversation. That match was that goddamn good. Sorry, I need a fidget spinner. Um, but with we have to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge really quick. Shut up, shut up. We have to acknowledge really quick what Dajakovic said last week about that match coming to life. Okay. He said that we, they were going to tear the house down and make AEW shut the fuck up. And I'm pretty sure they succeeded. But yeah, I was going to say, I would, I would love to see Kenny's reaction. Oh, he's already to that reacted. Match. He reacted to it while it was going on. <laughs> okay, I just need to check, look at his Twitter then because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've actually lost a lot of respect for Kenny Omega. So I'm not the biggest fanboy of AEW as you think, Omega, because I'm starting to do, question some things. Thank you That's for joining the Just because you're starting to slowly immerse yourself more and more in the soy sauce. Well, thank uh, like you so thing. much for joining. Anyway. The re- jo- joining the hating Kenny train. Thank you. But my wrestler of the week this week will be Dakota Kai. Of course. I that I was hoping you were going to say that, honestly. And I'm so glad 
that she's not of Asian. I was going to say miracles do happen. Yeah. He didn't claim a Joshi wrestler. Pause. Pause. She used Motherfuck to give an additional call out. No, she used to wrestle for stardom. Oh, who fucking didn't? Okay, I just exited the conversation again. <laughs> okay, if we're going by that logic, that's like half of AEW's women's roster. Hell, yeah, half of NXT's roster. Um, yes. But okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. While we're on the topic of Japan, if you're not done talking about Dakota Kai, we do need to cover New Japan. We never talked about that before. Uh, well, I got, I got this. I already, we've already oh, discussed You this. left that out because we would get to it. He's covering transitions, motherfucker, not you. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Focus, focus. But yeah, D- Dakota Kai, I'm glad to see her back. That was a long nine months for me. Um, but also, I also have to acknowledge that based on the reaction from the fans alone, you like you can tell that they want her at the top. So oh. I'm hoping for that 100%. If, if Triple H doesn't see that shit, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, I'm talking about Triple H here. Oh, I, I guarantee you he sees it, and um, I love the fact that uh, that surgically repaired knee was utilized as her number one weapon throughout the match. In other words, yep, I'm good to go, guys. Yeah, it was beautiful. I see, I see a Dakota Kai Candice feud very soon. Um. The, the, the one complaint I have on your girl, go to kick. Come on. We could have called it something better. The kick out. I think it had another name um, before she used it in NXT because I think that's the first time she used it on TV. I, I was actually well, just. It's, it's, exactly, it's a modified version of the go to sleep. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm 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 disappointed she didn't use the chiropractor. Um, but enough yes. on that. But since we all selected an NXT wrestler, let's jump into NXT. Uh, real quick. Mamma mia! NXT. Well, hang on, hang on. We didn't we didn't uh, talk about Marty Scroll and where he's gonna land. I'm getting to that, my friend. Okay, I thought that was the part of the last segment. No. <laughs> no, no, trust me, trust me. I'm getting to it. I got I'm, I got this lined up. <laughs> yes, we know. Now shut up and let him let's talk NXT. Okay, so real quick, before we actually get into any news that might be relatively related to NXT, we have to acknowledge that the fact that since it's since the transition to USA, which has only been two episodes, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, they needed to do this a while ago. Like, I, I'm not like everybody has been feeling like NXT has been stale as shit the last couple months. Um, hello, refresher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're pull, hello, pulling, cranking it back up to 11. They're pulling in over a million viewers, which is which is beautiful. And in and, and like the fact that they didn't see an influx of more uh, this week. Well, I mean, I'm sure they had more, but I mean, like, even more than what they had is surprising to me because they NXT currently has a formula of nothing but matches with a one-minute promo somewhere in between 
and just go back to more wrestling. No bullshit. Yes. And next week, apparently, it's going to be like limited commercials. Yes. Yes. Allegedly, um, that's what they have claimed multiple times throughout the broadcast. Yeah, but I, I feel like they're going to be serious about it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how they're going to gain an advantage over AEW. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the reason why they're doing that is because right. they're going balls out for their first two-hour show when, they, when the Wednesday say. night wars kick off. Yes. Yeah, so since you're already talking about it, um, Chad, how many uh, championship matches are we having next week? <laughs> Confirmed three okay, so on the got. card, but rumored that there were there's allegedly going to be four title matches on the card for the night. So first, we have Adam Cole Bay Bay to defend the NXT title versus the Bro. Bro, bro, bro. The original bro, Matt Riddle. Which really quick, like with with that, we have to uh, mention that that match might have already gotten fucked up. I don't know if this is a work or not. Because um, I think, Dylan, you brought up that. Yeah, Adam Cole might be on the sidelines for a little bit. Um, he's got a possible tear in his elbow or arm. So... Um, uh, was that from the result of the Fujiwara last night? Possibly, definitely, if anything. Yeah, um, 100%. Um, yeah, he had x-rays, like legit. Like, we're talking in real life, he actually had x-rays. Okay, so well, it's not a work. This is confirmed. It's not a work. This is, um, not a, this is not a work. This is not a shoot. So I think Adam Cole was meant to retain next week. But if he shows up at all, he's losing the title. And... It's not like I think the undisputed era is going to hold the gold a little bit longer, all the gold at least. But I think the injury is now just kind of like that. And 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 that's unfortunate yeah. for me because I mean, with all the matches, um, that's supposed to happen. Truth be told, not, I not how I wanted Matt Riddle to win his first title in WWE. Hey, it had to happen sometime, um, in some kind of way. But um, the, uh, another championship match would be Candice versus uh, I got Candice <laughs> um, Candice title change Candice title change and I'm only picking Candice for the sheer, the sheer reason that I saw a rumor today that Shayna loses the title debuts on Smackdown two nights later with Ronda by her side yeah, I don't see that happening in my in my opinion. Like possibly it would be a ratings boost. I mean, you were talking huge ratings boost. Well, hold on. Ronda would be a ratings boost. Shayna, not so much. I mean, sure, she can show up on But that's what I'm saying. Like Ronda's gonna be by her side walking down to the fucking ring. So it will be a ratings boost because Ronda's there. In other words, he's saying Ronda show up to support her, right? Not necessarily, not necessarily Ronda wrestle. But show up as support to Shayna as she makes her roster or like debut. a manager mentor right role. That way she can continue maybe with the baby making and not wrestle right now. Correct. Well, not exactly the point that I was going to get to. I was more saying that as far as Shayna losing the title, because still, even though NXT is on USA, she could still be champion and pop up on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown. 
that's not really a big deal in my opinion. I logistically it still makes sense to keep her as champion until the next takeover. If she's, I, just don't, I don't see anybody on USA popping up on SmackDown. Well, uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, at least one title for sure. I mean, uh, NXT title aside, at least one title for sure is going to change hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If not more than one. Yeah. If you want to compete with a debut of a new company's very first show on fucking TNT of all broadcasting channels, exactly. you're going to have to make some title changes and something risky is going to have to fucking happen. Yes. I would disagree with that, but that's just me. Of course you would, Omega. I mean, it, you don't necessarily have to be risky. When I'm right, it, when I'm right, you can kiss the whitest part of my ass. Well, I mean, so, I'm not all saying- of it. I'm not saying that you're one hundred. I've had this motherfucker bleached. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying you're one hundred percent wrong. I'm just saying I don't completely agree that they would need to have to have to have a title change because you have to remember, casual fans are watching now. They don't give a fuck who wins or loses at the moment. They just know that there are some random champions of people they don't even, have never seen before. <laughs> Until wins and losses start counting next Wednesday. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Stoner brain just reminded me when you said that because I didn't uh, chime in at the moment. Um, I swear I do remember hearing some stuff on commentary recently talking about how uh, there, you know, wins really matter right now as far as going forward. Um, talking about you know during you know matches revolving certain people with titles um, and shit, or you know people. That it's like, well, you know, this would be a big win for him, you know, and that's uh, that'll give him a big push, maybe to in the towards the this you know the title picture for this. So yeah, I, I I agree. I think when since Fox is forcing them to go to a more sports mindset, I think we will definitely be seeing a lot more wins and losses tracking and mattering for once. Thank God. Company wide, all all three brands. Yes. Okay. Um, again, might I, as well. I mean, they might as well, but at the moment. At the moment, I have to disagree with it because Vince still has his control of uh, of Raw as he sees fit. So um, the wins and losses. A little while longer. XFL debuts in January, baby. Hold on, hold on. Um, I I expect the wins and losses to count a little bit more on Raw, but I don't expect them to like completely go all out with it because Vince still is still Vince. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's always still, you know, the, you know, the Vince clause, but (laughs) I mean, just in general. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, tag team title match. I know they have for sure. Yep. We have the undisputed era versus your boys, the street profits looking for that smoke again. Uh, I don't think the titles will change here. No, neither do I. With what the Street, street Profits have been doing, and this is just speculation, honestly, with what they've been doing on, on Raw and SmackDown lately, I like I ex- expect just the, the transition to, to the main roster after this loss. Because they, they've already mm-hmm. said Raw. Huh? Uh, to Raw? Most likely Raw, if, if at all possible, because... Heyman absolutely loves them. 
and sees great potential in them. So I think Heyman will fight harder to try and get them on there if, you know, given, you know, however much leeway he actually has in this quote-unquote draft. Yeah, um, we'll we'll have to just wait and see, but Rob would likely be the transition from them for them if they transition. Um, yeah. Now, Next title. the only title match that is not confirmed, but, but would still make sense, would be. Well, a- hang on, that's only two titles, bro. Okay. No, that's three. That's three. My bad. I forgot. We covered Shayna's. Yeah, um, the uh, the North American title, um, which the only uh, thing. That- sense would be a rematch i raise you there are two other titles that could be defended um well considering i has the full transition of 205 live happened i mean they but we did see the number one contenders match just last week so it would still make sense for them to go ahead and put the cruiserweight match on the card. Yeah, because they won't be part of SmackDown. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing um, is, um, Volter just kicked the fuck out of Kushida. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, I was going to say, now I know he's hurt, so there kind of goes this match, but the other title that could have been defended would have been Volter versus Kushida for the NXT UK title. That, that's not going to happen. No. Not yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would have happened next week regardless. Um, because there's, at the moment, there's no point for it. I don't think they've progressed the story enough to put that title match together yet anyway. Um, from a sensible booking standpoint, which Triple H is notorious for. Um, True. All right, so... So at that point, that would leave the... North American Championship as the okay. So do you do a rematch with Dream or um uh I like a point that Wrestle Talk brought up as a possibility um is uh if he were to come out and do Roddy do like a open uh, open challenge, then you can bring in basically anybody from in the back or if you're trying to get a pop a little bit because. Wink, wink, you're competing suddenly with AEW with an open challenge. They could throw over someone from Raw or SmackDown to show up for the one time for Roddy to wrestle and beat them, but still be, oh, this person showed up from SmackDown. Tweet, 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 tweet. So, I mean, there are possibilities. Interesting theory. Interesting theory. theory. I would be okay with this. But you got to give credit to WrestleTalk for that. I know. Gave the competition. Okay, so recording this, listen to them, and probably at least one out of our three actual listeners probably listened to them already. So, (laughs) Um, (laughs) hey, I started listening to them. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. So, anyways, uh, we gotta have like a speed run, speed run of some info of the other brands. That 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 that. Let him do his goddamn job. Come on. Not you. We got a lot more to cover and we're running out of time. Shut up, Stoner. I, Let I him got go. This. Um, NXT UK and 205 Live, nothing happened there, so we're just going to skip over those because we got nothing. But in this transition, uh, we have to acknowledge that Marty Scroll has to 
make a decision of where he's going to go because he's leaving Ring of Honor soon. Um, Let's be 100% honest. He's going to AEW. Unless unless Deanna Perrazzo's pussy is made of fucking gold. They're not together. Oh, they're not? They broke up? I have a chance? It's Okay, listen. No, you still don't have a chance, but yes, they broke up. I don't think it's been confirmed they broke up because I can't find any confirmation, but she stopped posting photos of his dog, and there's a new dog in her life. Maybe his dog died, you asshole. No, no, no. He still posts photos with his dog. So if there's one thing away from me, and they both took each other's names off their Instagram bio. So, eh. I mean, okay. I mean, not our business, but. I just know that because I fought for some reason, I have like a mid boner for following the wrestlers' love lives. Because you're a fucking sociopath. Anyways, um, we're not going to get into that on this episode. You fucking weirdo. Listen, okay. if Marty Scroll shows up at AEW, it confirms my theory that they are broken up. So, moving on. It, it, he's well, going to AEW. Chad, where do you think he's going? I was going to say he's clearly going to AEW okay. with all of his being the elite friends. Now, who does he fucking wrestle first out of this? Who does he go heel on? Because he's going fucking heel. No fucking clue. But what I was going to say, the only way WWE could get him is basically if they offer him a fuck ton of money, a championship title shot, and Vince personally sucks his dick. <laughs> and and Actually, we, let's be honest. I mean, this is he'll, he'll, Let's be honest. He'll sub it out to Hunter, and they'll he'll just take it. And 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 truth be told, let let's just speculate on who he would feud with or who he'd wrestle first after we can after he. Uh, signs because if we do this now we're gonna run out of time Cody anyways moving on um now with AEW news which has actually been very interesting have you guys heard about the um uh lord the deal that they had to make had to strike up with uh what was it ITV in the UK fight, fight TV not fight TV not fight TV in the UK it's uh yeah it's like itv or something um it's something stupid like that it's Um, a a really fucked up thing right now like uh, basically tldr um this company has a monopoly over essentially like sports streaming rights um for all the uk so they're forced to have to cut a deal with them. But as of right now, um, thoughts are they just cut a rush deal for right now just so they could get a deal in place before um, the first Wednesday Night Dynamite happens. Yeah, but also... Um, but... Also, I, 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 bitch, I ain't done. I don't know if you're going to cover Anyway. Well, okay, then you can wait. <laughs> um... But the problem is uh, the deal they've cut makes it to where the viewers in the UK won't be able to view the actual live footage until three or four days after it will have aired in the US. Same on the West Coast. 
Dude. No, no, not hours. Days. Oh. F- follow us. On four days. Follow us on this, Dylan. On with the deal that AEW has with this with this station, it's gonna broadcast the following Sunday morning at eight twenty a.m. Jesus Christ! Right. Uh, now they also signed a deal with Fight TV. Uh, hold on, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get in that to the moment, but with the whole part of the reason why this went down as well was because. Um, uh, ITV and TNT couldn't come up with an agreement on the commercials, and it's it's a really idiosyncratic thing. Um, because per hour, ITV will only run twelve minutes of ads. TNT runs sixteen. Huh. Yeah. It's one of those weird things that's lost in translation on both sides. Like, we're America. We do this. Well, we're British. We do this. Deal with it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it just it just fell apart, I guess. And then they had to come up with that shit. So it kind of screws the UK fans, which screws AEW because they wanted to focus on the uk a little bit more than they do america if that makes sense um yeah they're losing out yeah um and at that point it's just going to you know force more fans for right now to uh pull to watching it illegally for right now until they can get a better deal hashed out I mean, so they're going to be missing out on actual quote-unquote ratings and crap like that. Um, mm, yeah, that, that's just basically fucked for them. But moving yeah. on, um, apparently, and this kind of bleeds in, goes back to some WWE news as well. Um, Chad, do you remember the name of the promotion that they just pulled that WWE just pulled talent from. Um, I can't remember the name. Uh, carry on with it. I'll find the name. Okay. Well, either way, um, there was this, this promotion, indie promotion in the UK who were having their final show. Um, and thank you. What was the name of it? Southside wrestling. Thank you. Southside wrestling. Um, WWE pulled, I think, Kay, uh, Kaylee Ray, um, and I also think Trent Seven. If I'm going off memory on this, um, well, either way, they pulled several of the UK talents that are signed to UK from this show last minute after they had put money into promotions and posters and all this that are now unusable um, because wrestlers that basically made their name in there as the first champions etc etc literally last minute and fuck them all to hell which let's just acknowledge the fact that wwe is fucking ass for that shit they tell these wrestlers that they could work for certain companies blah 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 whatever i understand the fact that you're under contract and you can technically pull them but don't do it last minute but the most egregious version of this was when they pulled trent seven from from uh, working a promotion that he literally owns. 
Right. Like that Jesus was my Christ. personal favorite. Like yeah. Jesus. Kaylee Ray, like she built that women's division. She did. Yeah. She was their first champion. That's the only yeah. like she, she... <laughs> speaking of Kaylee Ray. Um no, not Kaylee Ray, my bad. Um Smiley Kylie. Uh, Apparently she's wrestling again. But yeah, anyway, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, good to see she's showing up and wrestling in a promotion somewhere. So yeah, but, hey, good for her. But yeah, but I wanted her in AEW. I know, Anyways, but hey, that means she's at least in a good enough mental health place where she can at least get out and perform. Hopefully, AEW lets her back if she's. Oh, they, chooses to do Tony has already yeah. said she's welcome back at any time, so that's not okay. a problem. Nice. Okay, All going right, back so- to what we were saying. I, w- I was going to segue to that later, but thanks for getting it out of the way. But the reason why oh, I brought up sorry. that, it's okay. The reason why I brought up the WWE pulling is because apparently uh, Cody said that he might be able to help with that situation. Um, yes. In a tweet, multiple wrestlers, both AEW and WWE, like that status. Reggie. Which, as as far as people liking that status, you know, from WWE, I mean, I'm all for it. It's not even a petty move. It's just an acknowledgement that WWE is <laughs> fucked up. It's a little petty. No, there's a difference in between being petty and acknowledging the truth. Still a little petty, but it's okay. <laughs> Well, and also, some of it may not necessarily be people that are being petty. Some of it is also people going, uh, yeah, fam, Cody, we actually support you yeah. in what you're doing. <laughs> Just because we work for Vince doesn't mean we don't support what you're doing. In hey, fact, bravo, in fact, bro. I'll call you in eight months. Right? And actually, let, hey, let's be clear in, about in this. two months, six days, and... Uh, three years, I'll, uh, I'll give you a call. <laughs> hey, hey, remember, remember, they don't work for Vince. They're independent contractors. They work for themselves. Right. They just don't work for Vince. Right. Whereas Cody has employees. Well, I know. Hence <laughs> but, why they actually get health care. <laughs> but um, we have to keep our eyes on that because we don't really know what Cody has planned exactly. Um, but... I'm thinking just a big fuck you to the WWE, in my opinion. I mean, basically is what it is. Um, I mean, Tony Khan's got the funds. Yeah. But other than that... AEW? Not yet. But other than that, there's no real news on... on No more news on uh, AEW, unless you want to talk about Jericho's tweet about not liking Walter's name. I mean, it's funny. Just it's Jericho awesome. being a dumbass. It's it's Jericho just being a heel and stirring the pot because you know he hadn't had anything good since they did the but whole what you know, I lost liked, title debacle. What I like is that Walter like. Yeah. No, but the it's funny thing for me, Walter just wants a little bit of the bubbly. Now, what's what's really funny to me is, and and Chad, please take no offense to the to what I'm about to say. Um. Oh, <laughs> like Chris Jericho wants to make fun of Walter's name when one Walter could literally kill anybody if he wanted to without even trying. Okay. 
Secondly, secondly, he's killed a man. I'm convinced. Secondly, um, I'm actually surprised he didn't acknowledge Walter's other names, which would have been a whole lot more hilarious, in my opinion. Please tell me you know Walter's other names that he's used. Dylan is shaking his head no. Okay. So just, just try to absorb this. Big Daddy Walter. Yes. Continue. And the other okay, one. We gotta move on. I can't do this. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, this goddamn list. The other, one is, the other one isn't as bad. It's Big Van Walter. Um. That was. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy Walter is his new name from now on in this podcast. Oh God! I never referred to him. It's okay. I'll Daddy. do it. I'll do it for all of us. Well, we now know who Chad has boner for. Um, right. But let me let me finish. Let me finish. Chop people in half like trees. Oh God! But but ultimately, we got a lot more to take away. No, shut up. My biggest takeaway from Chris making fun of Walter's name is the fact that at least Walter's name is relatively rare. Chris is basically half a step away from being a Chad. No offense, technically. <laughs> I didn't know that's where you were going to take it. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, Chris's are almost as bad as Chad's, and nobody talks about it, and I'm going to acknowledge it. Um, but I'm not going to rip into you now. He will tweet you if you tweet him that. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, but On the podcast page, please. Yes. But moving on, um, I know Chadley, for some god-awful reason, well, not really a god-awful reason, um, this is the only thing we're really going to talk about with New Japan Pro Wrestling, is that uh, Jushin Thunder Liger broke out Kishin Liger this past weekend during destruction, which, which was fucking beautiful, in my opinion. Oh my god, it was. <laughs> I didn't know about it. I didn't know about that that part of him. So I was like, and yeah, I, I didn't then either. I, then I read the story and I was like, fuck yes. I cannot wait for right. this match. I'm Did so glad that they allowed him to bring it out in, you know, as this, you know, since this is basically his victory lap. Yeah. As right. Like, okay, so I just need to know because I know you guys watched the video. Uh, Dylan, ultimately, what did you think of it? Um, like I said, fuck yes. <laughs> Chadley. I've watched that video. I've watched that video several times. <laughs> um, I'll put it this way: uh, my apartment walls, I now have a popcorn texture. It didn't previously before the video. <laughs> okay, so just to real quick to touch on this because I know a lot of people. painting on steroids. Oh, God. Um, but just to give you guys a little heads up, because I know a lot of people don't know about um, Kishin Liger due to the fact that Kishin Liger is about as rare as a burning hammer in a wrestling match. 
best example I can give of that is that the person who actually created the burning hammer as a super finisher move probably used it three times total. So when did he last become this? 2012. Prior to that, he had only done it two other times. Oh, wow. Okay. 1996 and 2006. So, Wait, what was that first one before 2006? 1996. That's what okay. I thought I heard. Holy wow. shit. Um, so, four times total in his entire career. And um, I will advise that you find the first time that he broke it out, which was against Great Muda. Um, oh, that I guarantee you has to be a good match. And I, I, can, I can tell you it is, especially if you like to hear two Japanese men grunting for 20 minutes. Um, uh, uh, and then also the better, the better one, in my opinion, is the second time he broke it out in 2006 versus uh, what was his name? Uh, Bad Boy Hito, I think it was. Let me no. put a caveat on this. Um, Kishin, Kishin Liger in that particular match, pure nightmare fuel, 100% nightmare fuel. Okay. You do not want to watch that shit and then go to bed. Nice. I'm doing that tonight. I will let, I will let you guys know my reaction next podcast. Oh, I also want you good and fully baked. Oh, sir. Yes. Actually, let me be more accurate in that statement. Watch um, Kishin's entrance and then go to sleep. The match itself is fucking brutal. Like the whole spike situation with the with him uh, trying to impale Minoru. That's a recurring theme. Okay. Yep. Kishin Liger is a fucking evil bastard. But, but he, will he pull that out? at their match at King of Pro Wrestling. I guarantee you he will. Okay. Uh, there will be lots, yes. lots of stabbing going on. But also, let me, before we move on, um, the last time he brought it out in 2012 was in a tag team match versus Tai Chi and Taka Michinoru. So who was he tagging with? I don't recall. Um, oh, what good are you? Bitch, I gave you this much information and you're bitching about that. Yes, it's incomplete. I'm sorry. My memory is not perfect. Um, well, that's my problem. But I still have more wrestling knowledge than two of you combined. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh, okay, so for the next section of the podcast, um, we have a bracket of... Of the best SmackDown wrestlers, I believe it is, Dylan? Yes, yes. In fact, Omega, I'll take it from here. Go I've got it right here in front of me, okay? So uh, there's actually four regions. Now, Chad, I want you to write down our picks. Okay. Okay. I don't know if WWE is going to, like, kill off their own, and we'll just see how close we got. If they do, that's awesome. If not, then at least we know who we picked. <laughs> uh, so in the Page region... We have John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Who you got, Omega? 
I hate to say it, but John Cena. Chad? Kevin Owens. Weird flex, brah. Put me down for it. Triple yeah. H. Triple H versus Jeff Hardy, Omega. Jeff Hardy. Uh, Hardy boys all the way. I got Jeff Hardy on this one, too. Yeah, we're, we're all marks for Jeff Hardy. That's a given. I'm probably the biggest Jeff mark here. Sheamus versus Kane. Kane. I got the demon. I got to pick Sheamus just for the sheer fact that I got to meet him. Fucking Mark. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, gotta, fucking gotta Mark. That was my make-a-wish trip with Chad that I made for myself for him. Oh, God. Well, I said, hey, you want to go meet and hassle Goldberg? Yeah, I kind of do, actually. Um, Fuck yes. I but hope, we need to do it in Matt Riddle shirts. Yes, and I hope he actually strikes me. I would love it. I'm going to get rich. Anyways, um, moving on. Becky Lynch versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> So it's the man versus the man's man's bitch. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just so, gonna go with Becky on the fact that she was the first woman SmackDown SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, yeah, the man. Yeah, I got the man. You all know. Um, okay, now we got the Vicky Guerrero. Excuse me. You heard. Excuse uh, Rey Mysterio versus JBL. 619, Booyaka Booyaka. Same. Yeah, I got Rey. Eddie Guerrero. Also, versus... because JBL can just suck a dick. <laughs> because of the shit he did to Mauro Ranello. Eddie, but... Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. That's fucked up. That, that, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that bracket is hard as fuck right there. Like, right? Why they do that to us? This one is a this one's a hard one. I, I gotta go with Eddie. Yeah, Eddie all day. Like I have, I have Edge. I mean, you, you can't honestly with that one. You can't go wrong. They those two single handedly put on the best SmackDown match ever. So they gave up a neck for the business. That motherfucker gave up a heart. <laughs> You don't got to do that. All right, moving on. AJ Styles versus Booker T. Booker T. I know why the fuck you're silent, but the the King Booker run was the greatest thing in fucking SmackDown history. Fuck you. (laughs) That is a really good point. I'm staying silent, so you know who I pick. AJ Styles. Chad, that's your pick? Yeah, I got mom hair. All right. Alexa Bliss versus Big E. Um, okay, hang on. Hang on. This goddamn division. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going with, with Little Miss Bliss just for the sheer fact that we are literally the exact same age, born on the same day. Yeah, I know. Who cares? Chad? But for people that are actually basing off of, you know, That's the quality of wrestling on SmackDown and whatnot. Don't care about that. 
and just the overall quality of the wrestler. Hey, um, we get to let loose and be fun with this one. We don't have to be so analytical. Okay, well, fine. Fuck you. I'm still picking Big E. Omega. Um, I'm going with Big E because his boobs are bigger. <laughs> no, Alexa's are bigger now. Nope. Big E's are still big, bigger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That towel was leading me to a lot of questions. Anyway, next couple. Teddy Long, region. Let me tell you, player. We got Batista versus The Miz. Before we even pick any either of them, <laughs> missed the prime opportunity to to set that up with tag teams. What the fuck? Anyway, um, who were they again? Oh yeah, we did. Batista versus the Miz. Batista. Yeah, I got the I got the animal. I got Batista on this one too. Um, the Rock versus Kurt Angle. Fuck. What the rock is cooking? I can't lie. That's a hard one, too. Yeah, but I got the rock. Yeah, uh, I got the rock because the rock is what literally made SmackDown in, you know, the that 2000s era when it first took off. That was where the rock excelled. Yeah. And it was 1999, um, but yeah, The Rock. Yeah, that's what I was saying. In the two, early 2000s, see, they went live in 99, but it really took off. And we're, anyway, moving on. Fuck you. Are there any more? Yes. Charlotte Flair. Woods. Woods all day, baby. Yeah, I got Woods. Up, up, also because I can't pick the other person. And I just find it funny that he wasn't in the page. Uh, um, maybe because he's already been there? Yeah, yep, he's already been in Paige's region. <laughs> All right, Big Show versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi. So you got Kofi, man. Well, well, it's the Big Show. What? Yep. Surprise pick. Surprise pick. I love this show. What can I say? Actually, let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's not really a surprise pick. Like, nostalgia is one thing, but in Big Show's been around forever. He's been like the one constant. Yep. Well, that's true. Paul Heyman region. Final region. Please don't be Brock. All right, we'll do the easy one first for everybody. Brock Lesnar versus Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool. 100%. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Team Lay Cool. (laughs) Yeah, you you already fucking know. (laughs) I don't know. Your promo didn't tell us anything, so I don't believe you anything you say anymore. Oh, God. So, next one, Daniel Bryan versus Mark Henry. Ooh. That's a tough one. The, the I mean, yes sexual chocolate. I got the yes movement all day, baby. I mean, Daniel Bryan did beat Mark Henry for the title. Right. I, I mean, the well yes movement was iconic. I mean, literally. Don't you mean iconic? No, I don't mean that. 
iconic. I mean, oh. like, legit iconic. That thing translated world fucking wide. Yeah, I know. You can get off your, your Daniel Bryan soapbox. I'm just saying. Daniel Bryan. Omega. Yeah, I, I, who do you have? Daniel Bryan. Like I said, he beat Mark Henry yeah, for the title. I, I too, also have right, Daniel see, Bryan. See, you were all on the soapbox. Yeah, that's why I was saying you can step down. You can stop preaching. Moving on. Thank you. Undertaker Christian. Ooh. That's that's just the Ministry of Darkness versus the Brood. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please tell me the the picture on the bracket is is showing them. Uh, sorry, is showing the Undertaker giving Christian the very first last ride because that's no, basically what that is. It's just a picture of Undertaker and Christian next to each other. A, another missed opportunity. Another one because because everybody's going to pick the Undertaker. We know this. We're talking about. WWE here. Anyways, last match. Hold on, hold on. Just really quick, y'all did y'all did know that Undertaker legitimately gave Christian the first last ride. Yep. Okay. We all got we all got Undertaker on this one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Final match: Randy Orton, Matt Hardy. I know I've never said this before. But I have to say it because I really do feel this way. Fuck Randy Orton. Well, I hear voices in my head, so. I'm not shaking your hand, sir. I can surf a tornado. Sorry. (laughs) Since we were singing theme songs earlier. All right. So, yeah. That's it for that. Well. You hear voices. Uh, are you saying Matt Hardy or just fuck Randy Orton in general? And that's your, still your pick, though. No, fuck, fuck Randy Orton. I'm picking Matt. Okay, his theme song. Whenever he came to SmackDown back in 2002, I believe it was, uh, was fucking iconic. Are you talking about the Mattitude era. Yes, I can surf a or tornado. Matt Hardy, version one. It's the same thing. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm stoned. Did you, Fuck you, if you I remember. Did you put more blonde in your hair? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I have not. <laughs> oh, God. Um, You said that was the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we will find out the results... Uh, whenever I guess WWE posts them, I guess. Yep. And we can follow. Hopefully, they'll do it by next week. I guess. Um, well, we'll give you the results uh, whenever we get them because reasons. Um, but with that, I guess we have to wrap up the show. We're kind of running low on time. I want to keep going, um, but. We had something special for you for you guys. Uh, we'll probably you guys want to record later, <laughs> like tomorrow. To record a special little blurb for our, uh, for our lovely viewers, since yeah. uh, since someone here won't be here to record next Thursday. Uh, although I don't dates. 
So, Although, to be fair, I don't know why I'm shaming you since I'm going to be going the following week. Yeah, so fuck you. Um, anyway, we're going to do a special... Dates. We're going to be moving dates. Yes, we'll we'll get to that. Do that as we're closing. Not yet. Yeah, we're going to close this one, and then we're going to... we're gonna Remember, we're doing a special thing for the viewers, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to close this one off. I was going to finish explaining what we were going to do and then let you give an actual closing statement. Ah, uh, I see. Well... I'm not getting... I'm not giving you edibles anymore. <laughs> because you've become, you know, functionless. Yes. This is you are useless. Omega... I expect that if when you actually when you move to Oklahoma, when we start doing this on video, that when this happens, when you're trying to transition, uh, uh, just hit me. I, I'm actually gonna buy a, a gavel. Yeah. <laughs> um, perfect. I love it. Anyways. Now, are you gonna use that to to whack like order in the court, or just to whack him with? Depends on my mood for that day. Oh, well played. Well played. <laughs> um but yeah so, we are going to record a separate special um cast where we're gonna go uh round the table a little bit on uh predictions on where we think people are going to end up uh next week when we kick off the brand new wwe draft so we'll be going around telling as to like for example maybe Seth Rollins and we'll all give your give our opinions as to where we think he'll end up on the the red or the blue brand. I know where I'd like him to end up. Right in front of you naked? No. Bullshit. Find out on the next episode. Of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and always remember guys, fuck Brock Lesnar. That's right. Fuck Brock Lesnar indeed. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. Good night, Garrett, our only listener. We love you, sir. <laughs> Dylan will suck your dick later. No.